Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, 20th December, 2022. Our bit today comes from Proverbs 2 verse 5, which says, Then shalt thou understand the fear or reverential awe of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. Hola, friends. It's Tuesday of Christmas week. So let's get on with the celebrations of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one of the most magnificent and history-making events in man's history. For without that incarnate birth, there'd be no salvation or eternal life. That's what got the whole ball rolling. Therefore, let's be thankful for it and say so. Spread the word all over the earth. And even more importantly, let's do the things that show sincere thanks and gratitude. You know, when you break it down to the basics, that's all Christ is asking of us, yes? To tell people about him and his wonderful news and live the way he desires. That's to walk our talk. It's simple. No rocket science. Just plain belief and obedience. But we tend to make it into this big overreaching project with all sorts of bells and whistles. When Jesus actually walked this earth in a plain and simple manner, teaching, helping, healing, doing whatever was necessary without any fuss or bother. It was all the other supposed religious people who were making noise about him because they figured he would spoil the good thing they had going. And sadly, so it is to this day, it's the overly religious and hypocritically pious who undermine the church of Jesus. But I believe that this Christmas season is a good time for us all to take a good look at the church and our individual selves and see if we are really living the way Jesus desires of us or if we are only paying lip service to it and are instead living the way we want and the way the world inspires us to do. And you know, what gets us out of sync with God is our lack of the most difficult fruit of the Spirit, that self-control. So here is something from our one-year book of Bible promises with writings by Ruth Harms Culkin to remind us of our purpose. And it's most appropriately titled Discipline. So please read with me. It was a chilly morning. The warm blankets felt wonderful. After a two-minute struggle, I surrendered. In less than a minute, I was asleep again. For weeks, I had been getting up at six o'clock with my Bible and my journal. I'd spent uninterrupted time with God. The spiritual value far surpassed the discomfort of a cold morning. Why had I disrupted the habit? God wasn't shaking his finger, but why had I cheated myself? Not wanting to miss out entirely, I opened my Bible to the book of Proverbs. One verse held my attention. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. 
Now, that's the New Living Translation that the author writes. But here's the King James Version, which I obviously prefer. It says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. And all of that comes from Proverbs 4.11. Then the author continues, Later in the day, as I glanced out the window, I saw her, our 80-year-old neighbor, taking her three-mile walk. Rain or shine, she walked. One day I finally asked, Kay, is it hard for you to walk three miles every day? It's very hard, she said, but not nearly as hard on my disposition as being undisciplined. Clearly I saw it. The purpose of discipline is to free us, not to enslave us. Wow, my faithful brethren, have you ever considered that? That the purpose of discipline is to free us instead of enslave us? Truthfully, I've never considered the question, but it does make sense. Discipline does free us from all the nonsense we do if we didn't have it. And I'm sure you've noticed that anytime we lack discipline, our conscience calls us to account. That's provided we still have one and listens to it. As the old lady says in the story, she doesn't feel as badly when she's disciplined as when she's not. I'm sure that will be an eye-opener for some of us. And personally, I can relate to breaking the habit of communing with Almighty God for a few more minutes under the warm blankets. And there again, God isn't wagging his finger or shaking his head at my lack of discipline. It's my conscience that's doing it. And as per the verse above that held the author's attention, I prefer the KGV translation to the NLT one because it states that the Lord has already taught us in the ways of wisdom and has already led us in right paths. That's why we feel that indiscipline in our spirits when we stay away from him. But here's what the author suggests we do now. Here's the Bible promise she recommends. There are more wise words from cousin Saul, where he writes, Yea, if thou criest after knowledge or discernment, and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear or reverential of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. And that comes from Proverbs 2, 3 to 5. Our friends, if we only consistently read and listen to God's word, we definitely not be in our current bad shape. And why is that? Because as Cousin Saul continues, For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up or stores up some wisdom for the righteous. He's a buckler or shield to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment or guards the paths of justice and preserveth the way of his saints. 
And that comes from Proverbs 2, 6 to 8. Yes, my fellow believers, when we seek wisdom and understanding from our God, he guards and protects our going out and our coming in. And I like how Cousin Saul puts it. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward or perverse things, who leave the paths of righteousness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the forwardness or perversity of the wicked. And you can find that in Proverbs 2, 10 to 14. Oh, my fellow saints, if we'd only seek the wisdom and understanding of Almighty God, our world would not be in such an evil and ungodly state. Please remember that it's our job as followers of Jesus to bring salt and light, salvation and truth to this dark and evil world. And by all standards, we are not doing a good enough job. That means we've got to pull up our socks and do better if we expect to see good and righteous changes in our world. And there's no better time to improve than right now in this Christmas season as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, for those of us who are trying to do our best, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right today. Let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel, as one strong and sincere voice. In God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And having said that, my people, let's now go out and do it now. Let's go out and share the amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to love and serve him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Godly wisdom, the difference between good and evil, and that's the gospel truth, friends. Only when you have godly wisdom can you stay away from evil and do good. So please, let's go to God today and ask for wisdom. Let's live for Jesus and do the things that he requires of us so that we could have a good, wise world. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.